guys, welcome back to another The Arsenio Buck Show. Pers oh, you know what? I messed up. The Arsenio Buck Perspective. We're going to leave it there. It doesn't matter. But nonetheless, oh my God, thank you so much for coming back and being back here to support this wonderful podcast. I just want to give a shout out to everyone out there listening to my podcast. It feels really good knowing that these numbers are going up. Like, I never thought it would go up, but let's just put it this way. We're going to be getting into some more prompts. Guys, there are so many prompts. Okay. And I think this one is especially critical, but the one I'm going to be speaking about after this is, is amazing because we need to understand that there are transitory prompts too. Like I was listening to this sitting atop one of the SkyTrain stations just over where I work. And as I was listening to it, I was like, Oh my God. I was like, so well, before I get to work, I need to like take a couple of minutes to transition into the mindset that I need for work. But a lot of us don't do that. And the thing is, it zaps us of all our energy. So that's in the next podcast coming up next Monday. But today we're going to be talking about meaning. All right. Four prompts. All right. Number one, how do you know you're doing something with meaning? What does it feel like? Number two, if you had to choose between two projects, which one would you choose because of the meaning? Number three, how do you know you're doing something that isn't bringing meaning into your life? And number four, at the end of your life, how would you know that you lived a meaningful life? So what happened is a lot of these high performance people, of course, who took the tests for, you know, Brendan Bouchard and everything, they realized that there were four factors to this. One was enthusiasm. One was connection. I'm sorry, another one was connection. The third one was satisfaction with being. And the last one was life ended up making sense. It had become more coherent. So if we dive in to that first question, how do you know you're doing something with meaning? What does it feel like? Oh man, well, if you wake up in the morning and when you go to work or wherever you're going, you should have that urge, that nudge. Like, I know three years ago, I would hope that some of my students wouldn't show up. That means I was doing something that wasn't very meaningful for me. However, working at the place I've been working at the last two years, never have I felt that way, ever, with any student. I never felt like, man, I hope she doesn't show up. And when she shows up, I kind of say, damn it. Hey, how you doing? And of course, there's no response for them because it's kind of like I'm talking to a goddamn rock. So are you one of those people that wake up in the morning and whatever you're going after? Do you, do you have that long gas and you're like, oh, shit, work? Think about it. Because if you do that, that means it's not giving you much meaning. So again, when I wake up in the morning, and, you know, I switched it up really quickly. Uh, what was it? A couple of days ago, as a matter of fact. I woke up and I was originally supposed to go to the gym at 7 a.m. At 7 a.m. I was supposed to go. And so I was like, okay, 7 a.m. I'm going to get on this bike and do a nice little workout. But then I quickly glanced outside my balcony and I saw all those cars. And I knew that everyone was getting back to work because the holiday had ended. And I'm like, nah, I'm going for a run. 
I've never done that before. I've never said, I think there was one, only one other time I did that. And it's because why? Because I feel like running gives me meaning. It's always been that thing that I've always loved to do. And this is why I love to do it. Also, going to the gym, it gives me a significant amount of energy. We're going to be talking about energy in the next podcast. Um, but my podcasting, my writing, if it's getting in details with the book, uh, you know, and doing what's in alignment with me, it gives me meaning. That's why when I did those first consultations, it gave me a significant amount of uh, meaning. There was a girl, guys, I had spoken to the first ever Nigerian, ever, first ever Nigerian. And as I was speaking to her, uh, I, I had in the back of my mind, like, well, Arsenio, this is like your 25th fucking consultation. Oh God, let's just get through this. But at the same time, I'm like, Arsenio, do not do this individual a disservice because she woke up at 4 a.m. Lagos, Nigeria time to get on a call with you. So don't do that. All right. Get your shit together. Let's do this. And so I'm giving her feedback, feedback, feedback. At the end, I'm like, all right, man. So thank you so much. Do you have any questions? She's like, yeah, uh, I need another session with you. And remember what had happened a week and a half ago was the girl from Pakistan tried haggling me and taking out 98% of what I was worth per hour, only to want to give me $1.50 for my work. And I said, oh, hell no. What the hell? And remember, I, I told you guys that story very vaguely. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I told her my price. And I'm like, yeah, so my price is this. I wasn't looking at her in a belittling way like, yeah, like I'm really going to get someone from Lagos, Nigeria to pay this price. If someone from Pakistan didn't pay, that was my assumption. But guess what? She's like, okay, how do I pay you? Everything turned. So then I kind of looked at myself and said, damn, Arsenio, out of all the countries you've interviewed, you had the Vietnamese, you had the Pakistanis, you had the everybody, the country that you looked down on the most, she ended up paying. So you're an asshole. You need to clean up your perception. Because again, although, yes, it was still giving you meaning, but because you felt like there wasn't an end goal, you were, you were, you were about to give her less. So I hurry up and clean it up and say, Arsenio, no, I am not going to give this individual less just based on what my assumption is of this individual. And because I didn't, and because I gave her my max effort, I got rewarded. You know, helping people has always been a meaning for me. That's what gives me true meaning. Whether it's this personal development podcast, seeing my English language podcast just skyrocket on so many in so many different ways. These are the things that truly give me something, you know? And so looking at projects, right? I've had projects before and it wasn't between two projects. It was just one project. It was last year, but I'm going to give you the tell of two tales. The next question is if you had two, uh, two projects, which one would you choose? Well, it's all about which project would give me more satisfaction, which fits the enthusiasm factor. Which project is gonna invoke more positive emotions, less negative emotions, self-acceptance, purpose, engagement, positive relationships, achievement. So when I worked at one of the banks, KTB, out here in Bangkok, the first time I did it, the HR lady, she was very pushy, 
the lady who I used to work for at the time, she would come up to me and say, hey, hurry up and speed it up. The HR said something in the back. I'm like, you know what? I don't like this anxiety that you're trying to put on me. Back your shit up. Let me do my thing. Okay. Ended up coming back. And the other, that HR lady wasn't at the second project. Now, did it give me more meaning? Yeah, it did. Because it was more relaxed. It was more enthusiastic. It was more, it was more purpose-driven. There was more engagement, you know, and I felt like I had achieved something. Now, unfortunately, here in Thailand, they look at things only from a money aspect. So it's never, oh, you know, I would love to, um, you know, Arsenio, I want to bring you back. I want to bring you back. I want to bring you back. It's never that. It's always, oh, how can I save more money? So I never achieved anything from that. And so it's interesting because given the fact that I just did six hours of coaching and I normally do coaching online for more money than I got paid doing these crazy ass workshops that included so much paperwork for me to grade, how much satisfaction do they actually give me? And that's why at the beginning of this year, I said, man, maybe COVID, maybe this was something great. You know, this was great to happen because I was getting paid much less than what I'm actually working worth my market value and going back to worth if i don't believe i'm getting paid my worth it feels like it's not i'm not doing something that's meaningful right because satisfaction plus growth plus contribution equals personal satisfaction am i growing through this you know towards the end of the 52 hour thing that I was doing with this one company called Bear Tie out here, technological company, very, very famous. Um, towards the end, like, uh, you know, hour 40 out of 52, I was like, man, this is giving me no meaning. Am I happy to come here? Okay, I'll giddy up on this really cool salary. But, you know, I just feel like it's just not giving me much. You guys have all done that. You guys have all been there and you're probably still there. You're doing things that you just, it doesn't give me, it doesn't give you much got to, you know, that connection also, right? That's what I mentioned, the connection, socially isolated, like, again, life lost meaning. But sources of meaning, like people who are close to you, things that challenge you, the peers that challenge you, inspiring you to grow. This is why building my whole thing online was more important than anything else. Although, yes, looking at things from a monetary perspective, are things happening now? No, but it's because it cannot emerge into my life until I'm at a higher vibration to accept it because if it comes in now, I will lose it. It's kind of like relationships. I have a lot of relationships or I had a lot of relationships in the past. And guess what? Even last year, this year has been absolutely dreadful. Like there hasn't been a soul and call it what you want, but I don't know. But let's just look at from last year, I wasn't ready. In 2017, I had perfect opportunities to actually do something bigger. But it never worked. Why? Because I wasn't ready to accept that, that particular challenge to better myself, to grow myself. Not only grow myself anymore, but to be codependent and to, you know, be in, uh, you know, be able to push the other individual. So. Going back into this third question, not into, but we're going to the third question. How do you know you're doing something that isn't bringing meaning to your life? 
So remember, you guys had already heard this story. All right. The AKA Miss Gone, Miss, I'm not going to mention her name because she has literally disappeared, which is all good. Best of luck to her. Um, she realized that on video, she was asking me, are you happy there? And it took me a while to answer. And I was like, no, you know, this isn't bringing meaning to me. Going into a classroom with students who can't even speak English and memorizing the words like, which is literally subject, verb, adjective, and hoping that they would understand. And if they don't, the old nasty heads downstairs were just going to jump all over me and say that I'm not a good teacher. Was that giving me meaning? Hell no. See, the month of July, I stayed in a place for 11 days that I absolutely hated. That was not a good 11 days. Because wherever I went, there was just constant noise, and I hate noise. So, okay, here we go. I went from, I go, if I wake up in the morning, 6 a.m., I do my IGTV, I go to, I go to work out. The gym was the only place that was my, like my safe haven. I would walk, go buy some chicken, buy my breakfast, come back home. Very, very tired because I had a really terrible sleep. And then by about 8.25, I got to walk into this business on the bottom floor at, at 8.30 a.m., six people, no one says hello. It's hot. Everyone's fake. Everyone's two-faced it. I go upstairs. I pull out this big-ass book. And then there I go again for another eight hours. That gave me zero meaning. And to be honest with you, okay, was the money a lot? Well, it's a little bit more than what I'm making here right now. Yes. And I don't have to pay for transportation or anything. But to be honest with you, they were paying me less by lying to me. And then I'm like, okay, after I finish work, where do I go? Oh, let me go to the central plaza because I don't want to go home right now. I'm going to have to like turn my speaker on to like get rid of all this uh, outside noise. Guys, it was a no-win situation. I was disgruntled. I was dissatisfied everywhere. So when those girls said, hey, we want to quit and do this, I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. I want to get the hell out of here because I just wasn't happy anymore. And that's when the tides had changed. August 3rd was the last time I went out there. And it's because, again, it wasn't giving me meaning. Okay, the money was fantastic. But if you say, Arsenio, if you get paid what you're getting paid right now, versus getting that big salary back in July, which one would you take? Honestly? Well, obviously, after what has happened, dude, I'll stay here any day. Keep your bullshit money. Keep your corruption money. I, I, I cannot work. Uh, okay, uh, excluding all the circumstances, who they are, how nasty they are, but doing that specific style of teaching? No. No, I'd rather be teaching business English and other subjects on a Saturday and Sunday. No, thank you. Get that shit out of here. And that's what, I, that's what I'm so grateful for because, again, I realized that, like, am I creating a legacy this way? I remember they ended up doing all these numbers and they were saying, oh, we're going to get a lot of students. So we have these students who are inquiring. I'm like, oh, shit, there's going to be a hell of a lot more work through August, September, and October. Yeah, <laughs> that relationship has fi finally finished after four years uh, because of nastiness. We already know that story. But – Again, they were like, Arsenio, I remember at one point, they said, Arsenio, look at my numbers. Or uh, Arsenio, oh my God, if you work these amount of hours, oh my God, you're going to have so much money. 
and I'm like, you guys aren't even like in the back of my mind, I'm like, you guys are just sitting here paying me less lying to me. And who cares? That's just only now money. I kept saying to myself, was that a self-fulfilling prophecy? It was only now money. Was that like passionate money? Because those six hours versus the amount of hours that I work for, I forgot how many hours I worked for with those, those assholes in July, but those six hours and the, and the test score that I got at the end, that was 10 times more fulfilling than the hours I got working all those hours in that shitty little province. It's the truth. So guys, I don't want you to be that person where you're continuously doing something that doesn't bring meaning into your life. That was the best thing that ever happened to me. I wake up every morning, I reach my hands sky high and I said, man, thank you so much for that. I can't, I can't deal with that bullshit anymore, no way. It's time for me to get the hell out of there. And at the beginning, there was a lot of fear. I was like, damn, man, I don't have a job anymore. Oh my God, they're gone and this is gone. Oh, this, that, all those fear storms. Then again, I'm like, Arsenio, that's called the let go. You let go and now it's time for you to say, I am open to that guidance and that inner peace and that inner, that inner brain game. And then I got back home. Boom, I got myself a job paying four times more that an hour than those assholes in the upcountry. Could that have happened? It, again, this is like correcting essay, like dissertations and stuff like that. An insane amount of money. And it's because I finally said, I had that acceptance and then I had that let go. And then I realized, Arsenio, man, we got to get this energy up. And so at the end of your life, how would you know that you lived a meaningful life? We all know that, oh, laying on your deathbed, you're going to have regret. I'm going to be laying on that. I ain't laying on no deathbed, first and foremost. Fuck that. I'm going to be walking and running. I don't give a damn. Right? Because, uh, no, I'm not going to be one of those old-ass geezers laying on the bed, just complaining about all the things. Uh-uh, no fucking way. I'm going to die running. And that's how I really hope I actually die, because I'm going to be dying doing what I've always loved to do. Straight up. No, I'm not talking about right now. That would be terrible. No. Die, no, 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 no. I'm talking about like at 95. Like I'm going to be running, bam, fall flat dead. That's perfect. That's the best way to go out. I'm not going out on no deathbed saying, looking back saying, oh my God, I wish I had done this. I wish I had done this. I wish I had done this. Fuck all that. I'm going to know I lived a meaningful life by looking back on that legacy. Like, did I fulfill that overall purpose? Did those efforts align with something important to both me but more importantly, to the face of humanity. This is the story of your life. This is a route. This is something that you have to take away. And you have to really say to yourself, man, that was one hell of a life. I was just thinking about that probably just like eight months ago. I said, damn, if Arsenio, if anything had happened, granted, okay, knock on some wood, but if anything were to happen, do you feel like you lived a truly meaningful life? Yeah, I do. I truly do. Because my legacy is already left. These podcasts will be listened to for years. Well, actually, 
it's bullshit because a lot of people just those fucking podcasting hosting sites are just gonna cut off the podcast so you won't have anything anymore assholes that's why i need to get my esl podcast on youtube but nonetheless do you understand this is why legacies should be remembered forever and ever this is how everything happens this is how i know i lived a truly meaningful life like Again, yeah, would I love to still go to Africa? Yes. So once I go to Africa, South America, Central America, boom, meaning achieved. I'm done. No, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying I live a truly meaningful life every single day. So with those four factors, do you have enthusiasm in your life? Do you have that life satisfaction every day? When you wake up, when you come home, did you actually truly live that day? What were the positive emotions you invoked? What was something you accepted in regards to yourself? Did you take one step further to fulfilling that purpose or living in the purpose? How about the engagement? How was your engagement with individuals? How about the positive relationships you were around? Look at the connection. Again, do you, what, do you have a great connective network around you? Remember, I was telling you about those two individuals. One, again, haven't really spoken to, well, no, one is pretty much gone because her ego went crazy. Another one, I'll speak to him when I'm ready. But again, are you connected? And so this is why I'm doing a lot of different collaborations. Did one of the most amazing podcasts ever with JoJo. That connection, that synergy was there. Do you have peer groups that are pushing you? This is why I left my family. I'm not telling you guys to leave your family, but I'm telling you to reconsider a lot of things that are around you. Are they helping you? Are they helping build you? Or are they destroying you? How about the satisfaction? Growth, your contribution. You should be able to have that personal satisfaction. Of course, life makes uh, sense, the coherence. Are you creating that legacy? These are some prompts for you to follow. And these are some questions for you to answer. That being said, stay tuned for the next one because it's going to be a monstrous one. Over and out.